0: How can I know God is real? What does the Bible say about politics? Why does a good God allow suffering? If you have questions about faith, life or culture, don't be afraid to ask. This, this is, is Ask with David Dean. G'day everyone, Dave Dean here. And our question for the week is, are we living in the last days? Well, there's lots that we could say in response to this, but I just want to start with a observation about the very asking of the question itself. What occasions a question like this when everything is going great and life is good, would you stop and ask, Are we living in the last days? My guess is you probably wouldn't. You see, the question, Are we living in the last days? it has something of a built in assumption that the last days are difficult days. They're trial in times to be alive. Where does that assumption come from? Well, we could say Hollywood and list off our favourite apocalyptic movies, but that just pushes the question back a step. Where does Hollywood get its ideas from? To cut a long inquiry short, the answer comes from 2 Timothy 3.1, which reads, In the last days there will come times of difficulty. But the longer answer here dives into a big discussion on what is called the doctrine of eschatology, or the study of last things before Jesus will return and establish his rule, the new heaven, the new earth, and so on. That's what the original Greek word for eschatology means. Eschaton, last things, ology, the study of. So we're living in the last days. Well, to keep this brief, I just want to say three things. First, it is the Bible that tells us about the times we're living in, not the times we're living in that tell us about the Bible. What I mean by this is, if we say yes, we're living in the last days, and I believe we are, by the way, then the reason we know that is because the Bible tells us. The Bible, not the news, not the latest political or geopolitical situation, not the latest earthquake or pandemic. The Bible. Now, I'm not saying that these other things aren't interesting or insignificant, even as they relate to eschatology. All I'm saying is that above all else, the Bible is the authority on where history is moving prophetically, not the news, headlines, or the personal estimation of world events, the sure foundation of the Word of God. And forget eschatology for a moment. This is a general principle for Christian living. In the Old Testament, for example, we see Daniel searching the scriptures, the scrolls of Jeremiah to get an understanding of the difficult times that he was living in as an exile in Babylon. So now applying this principle, secondly, it is the Bible that tells us about the last day and the last days. Regarding the last day, it needs to be said clearly that no human being knows the day or the hour that Jesus will return. Jesus himself said... In Matthew 24, 36, "...that day and hour no one knows, not the angels in heaven nor the Son, but the Father alone." But with that said, we are given information regarding the last days, plural, that anticipate the last day, singular, in quite a few different places. For example, Peter tells us that Jesus came to earth in the last days, 1 Peter 1.20. Paul tells us that the end of the ages has come, 1 Corinthians ten 10.11. Even Jesus himself in three paralleled passages in Matthew 24, 25, Mark 13 and Luke 21 mentions a host of natural, spiritual, social, cultural and political signs in the lead up to the last day when he will return. And what's interesting here is that Jesus describes these signs like birth pangs. Now, what is it about birth pangs? Well, they get more and more frequent and more and more intense right up to the point of delivery when there is relief and joy and new life. You know, this is the idea summed by the psalmist who says, weeping may come in the night, but joy comes in the morning. And that takes us to a third and final point, namely that living in the last days is an encouragement and a motivation for Christians anticipating the return of Christ. I think this is an important point because there is a smorgasbord of different views and attitudes out there when it comes to eschatology or the end times. Some people say it isn't important, it will you know, all just pan out in the end, which is quite dismissive of a fair whack of scripture, not to mention the explicit teachings of Jesus. And then there are those who, for whatever reason, are on the other end of the spectrum who are so anxious as they're awaiting the return of Jesus that they almost need to pause and check themselves and cast their anxiety back onto him whom they're waiting for. You know, the Bible is neither indifferent nor anxious on the subject of the second coming of Jesus, but it is somewhat paradoxical. You see, on the one hand, the Bible does teach that there will be difficult times and that that difficulty would get more difficult. But on the other hand, it teaches us that the delivery, the relief, the joy, the mourning, the new life is coming. Friends, Christians are not in the dark without a hope concerning the providence of God and the course of the future. We have the end written for us by the one who is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. And that, says the Apostle Paul, is something that we should be encouraged by and something that we should encourage each other with and build one another up. 1 Thessalonians 5.8 Since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of salvation. Do you have a question about Christian beliefs, theology, doctrine, philosophy, or culture? Don't be afraid to ask. Go to drcdean.com forward slash ask. That's Dean with an E.